0: I would be the I would be the worst at having a dick. Because
1: <laughs> that took a turn.
0: <laughs> I just wouldn't know where to put it. <laughs> I would have so much trouble. <laughs> that took like a turn. I thought you were gonna say gross, because that's what you always say.
1: Also gross. My body, my friend, just need to know my friendship won't end my body my body my body my body hello and welcome to girls who came to sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners erin and leslie watch episodes of designing women then recap review and, and share other fun things related to the show i'm leslie
0: and i'm erin hey how you guys doing good good <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why my energy just got real low <laughs> Just be like Good. good uh because i was shrieking earlier so as per usual so i was trying to like okay calm down for everyone's ears um leslie how are you doing today my love
1: i'm okay how are you
0: i'm okay we're kind of okay huh yeah it's
1: like meh, okay. whatever it's, i mean it's hard it's to okay. beat the last couple episodes so oh you mean because we're, like we're together or they
0: were good episodes
1: because yeah because we were together and doing things oh i guess that's true well,
0: hopefully over the summer we'll be able to do a lot more together.
1: Yes. I hope so.
0: That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, I think we'll probably do all of them to together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of weird if we didn't in the same city. We'll be like normal podcasting people. Yeah. Who actually sit in the same room and, like, look at each other.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, we didn't look at each other that much, though. <laughs> because, but we wait,
1: could if we wanted to. We're not
0: used to it. We could if we wanted to. We would just glance at each other like, hello. Uh, Jeez, whatever. These people, they must think I'm just so nuts. They're correct. <laughs> uh, do you want to go over the holiday for today?
1: Uh, yeah. Today is Saint Urho Day for the Saint holiday. Saint
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saint Urho.
1: <laughs> yes. And now mm-hmm. I'm gonna read about Saint Urho. Please do,
0: everybody. Is- <laughs> I did. I I really I asked Leslie if she's gonna be mad at me if I if I got her to read this on the podcast because I love it. Please. Please go ahead, listen, Sorry.
1: The legend of Saint Urho originated in northern Minnesota in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> However, there are different opinions as to whether it began with the fables created by Sulo Hair- Hairumaki of Wow Ben-Midji, or the tongue in cheek tales told by is. Richard Matson of Virginia. Hmm. <laughs> just such a weird it's a huge juxtaposition. Okay. Either way, the legend has grown among North Americans of Finnish Descent to the point where Saint Urho is known and celebrated across the United States and Canada and even in Finland. It's celebrated today- Wait, why is it Finnish descent?
0: It doesn't sound like- What?
1: It's celebrated today on March 16th, the day prior to the better-known <laughs> know feast of some minor saint from Ireland who was alleged to have driven the snakes from the island. I don't know why that's in this Oh, thing. yes. Um, okay, he chased the Oh, because it's near-
0: the- Huh? It's near- it's, uh, The uh, the snakes out of Ireland, that's near- It's like St. Patrick's Day.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. okay
0: right wait, wait isn't guess. that the thing I the saint patrick know. is that's his thing I, I shit know. someone like actually irish is going to be mad at us for this i don't know
1: um <laughs> erho chased the grasshoppers out of ancient finland thus saving the, oh. the grace and the jobs of the finnish vineyard workers are you ki- are you kidding <laughs> This is so crazy. I love it. St. Patrick drove the snakes from Ireland.
0: Oh. So is Bemidji a place in Finland? Um, The way you said Habumaki, which is probably how you say it, right, is I thought it was uh, Japanese.
1: I thought it was, too. It looks like Habumaki. Yeah, it looks. I'm going to look at it. Let's see. But he's I'm trying to figure out how to spell Bemidji.
0: B-E-M-I-D-G-J-I. That looks kind of, I guess, I don't
1: know. Um, it is in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I see. Okay, what in the <laughs> I'm also on a, like, I'm sorry if people are hearing me a click a on my computer, but I'm all like, <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I just like the way you're pronouncing everything and just reading me a oh, story it's, and it's I was like, Havumaki.
1: what? Sula yeah. Havumaki. Sorry. It's, okay. The screen I was reading on was, like, bright green and it made me feel like I was yes. on Geo again. I've also again. looked
0: at, yeah, I've looked at that. <laughs> So I looked at that too because I was what? like, "What?"
1: Yeah, I don't know. And V's and look like ours all the time. But Havu Maki is a, a
0: municipality in Finland. Oh, is it, it still sounds Japanese. Yes. I guess it's the Maki, okay. but and I don't. Was, I guess I don't know that many Finnish
1: words. A psychology, a renowned psychology professor.
0: And he, and he drove out the crickets or grasshoppers. Um.
1: Oh, grasshoppers? Erho drove out the grasshoppers.
0: But this did you know, dude? Oh, go ahead.
1: Um, I guess I don't know what he did.
0: What well, Urho's the dude?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the oh. Havumaki person told stories about it.
0: Oh, 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 I see, I yeah. see, I see. The Sulu Havumaki okay. Yeah, I like how you are ho. I didn't know. I was not. I was I, in my head. I was doing it with an e, like urho. Oh, but
1: no, that's just
0: <laughs> but my. see <laughs> I know. It's adorable. Uh, that's even better. That's like you are ho. Uh, that's fantastic. Did you know that um. Grasshoppers are the one bug that I'm like terrified of.
1: No, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, cause I'm not. You've seen me like battle hornets and all kinds of yeah. bugs and stuff. I can't, I get kind of, I, I kind of get nervous with cockroaches.
1: I don't like Because
0: them. they run at me or yeah. they fly at me a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, they fly. but I have, they fly at my face like all the time. Like there's one that used to, I grew up with cockroaches too because we were just, in, that's how our house was mm-hmm. and uh and i would live in the south but there was one that um i remember i looked at it like i was in one corner of my room and i looked at it in the other corner and we just like stared at each other even though it's a tiny little bug and uh, this is why i know that we were looking at each other cuz <laughs> cuz like because within seconds i was like i looked at it, I was like oh don't you do it and then within seconds it flew right at my face of course it did and <laughs> yeah, like, like, in the, south, the out they're not here. just like
1: the little ones that you get like no, when your home is dirty at least... no they're like three inches huge (laughs) and they come in when it rains yeah it doesn't have anything to do with whether you're like clean or not like you just they're huge and they come in because it's wet outside and they don't like it
0: there was one here that big um uh, last year and it terrified all the northerners they're like what the hell and it was like flying everywhere and there's a picture of it but but for so so I, i eventually was okay with Uh, I think it was from when I lived in South Carolina that you just had to be be okay with cockroaches. So I'm actually okay with those. I'm not like the biggest fan though, right? But like if they're, if I'm in the same room as a grasshopper, I am like shrieking. Oh wow. (laughs) Because no, because of how erratic they are with their jumping. Yeah. That's all it is. Like like, I just don't like they're okay. Like if I see one, I'm not grossed out or anything like that. I'm not, I don't feel like way about any, any bugs really. But, uh, yeah, if I'm in the same room as a grasshopper. Then I am like panicking, which is hilarious. Like, I like the idea that if I were like a Finnish person before they were driven out, I'd <laughs> be like, oh, like, I can't go to work today because there's a grasshopper. Cause if, that's the thing, right? That is that what they just said that like it saved people's jobs?
1: Yeah. Or something? Cause they save the grape, <laughs> why grape crop. The Cause I guess they were eating Oh, that's all like of
0: the legit. I shouldn't tease. <laughs> 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 Wait, why? Is grape crop? Are the. Is that's Finland great. known for grapes? Um, or wine? Um, I, don't I feel know. like I'm learning so much right now.
1: Um,
0: <coughs> um. No, you don't have to look that up. I was just saying that. I was kind of being fac- facetious a little bit. Like, I oh wasn't yeah, really the asking. Finnish just...
1: vineyard workers.
0: Oh, yeah. and they would eat the grapes, I guess. Okay, I guess this so. is actually a thing. And I'm, I'm not going to read the
1: Finnish phrase, but he did this by oh. screaming at them something roughly <gasps> translated: "Grasshopper, grasshopper, go to hell." <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, what? I want to look this up. I was just talking the other day. My friend was talking about how, uh, like, languages we've studied, and he was saying um, that he uh, – I'm trying to see if I can find it. I want to see if I can read it. Um, that he's learning, like, Norwegian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Norwegian um, uh, is the one that I'm not – well, that – oh, sorry, that I'm not good at. That's not true. That I can kind of understand, I think, when I'm reading it because of learning German
1: mm-hmm.
0: That's, or, or if I hear certain words, I'm like, okay, I can kind of figure out what you're saying. Or I've just seen like troll hunter so many times that I can understand. I have no idea. Um, but any, like there's some, there's some languages that I'm like, not good at at all.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I've learned from, you know, growing up with my friend that we've mentioned, my friend Yanni on uh, the podcast before that, like he would try to teach me words or even like, even like where he lived in Finland. Like he had to pre um, address Envelopes for me to send him letters because I was like, I can't handle like <laughs> these like words. I'm like, not, I'm not Scandinavian at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm also not going to try to butcher his little, what was it? It was grasshoppers, 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 what? Go to hell. Go to hell! That's hilarious. I like it. So that is the Holiday for today. Yeah, that's similar ish in, in in feel to um uh Oh I th- I found it, I think. Is it oh jeez. Does it no that's not that can't be right. Does it start with an H? Um Like Hiva Anta?
1: Y- yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> I don't know any Finnish, I shouldn't try But it looks like Hiva Anta shit. Hold on, there's a lot of A's. Vahastansa pa'ai paoyostansa kaan. Is anyone Finnish that is listening that can like correct us on that? Send us a little, a little word, a little, uh, a little, you know, thing. Make a little video of you <laughs> saying it, tweet us or something. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, do you want me to talk about my sugar breaker moment or do you want to talk about yours?
1: Whatever you want to do.
0: Since I put you through the ringer to read this no, it's fine. Um, day, which I didn't know I, there was that much involved in it. I just wanted you to say Urho. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. I didn't know that I was going to learn so much about grasshoppers and try to speak Finnish. Um, uh I guess I can go first. I got to see Ellen Burstyn last night, Woo-hoo! which I'm pretty excited about. I, uh, which was important to me, like personally important because I was listening to her autobiography, like her read, her autobiography in the winter, like two years ago, I would listen to it mainly when I was, um, uh, commuting to work and I was at my job, I don't like my job, but I felt kind of like dead end with it. I was like, I gotta go back to school or I don't know, something, you know, I just felt like, am I going to be here for like three decades? Like a lot of people are at that job. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want that. <laughs> I didn't feel like that's really I wouldn't really be doing anything. And and let's be honest, like I, uh, my boss was nice enough, and my student workers were great, but it wasn't really utilizing my skills per mm-hmm. se. This job, and I was kind of bored a lot. Uh, and it was I mean it was hard enough. I mean because I was basically running a branch library and in charge of all the student workers, and my boss wasn't really around very much, so I ended up having to do. Plenty of work, but as far as like career, no, I wasn't really doing it. So I was listening to um, Burson's autobiography, which I recommend it's nuts. Like she talks about, you know, being on the set of exorcism. She talks about her marriage to this dude who had like some real, uh, interesting stuff going on with him. And, uh, she's just, and then also just, I love her, You know, like when I was Mm -hmm. listening to certain parts of it, I was like, oh, this is like a kindred spirit type of person. You know, like I knew if we were just able to sit together and have tea, I would feel like a connection or a bond or something. She was just a very lovely, lovely person. And uh, so it was really interesting that she was this autobiography was very involved with this time in my life two years ago when I was trying to figure out, like, what exactly am I doing? I'd already applied to the school I'm at now. But it was still in a weird kind of limbo area of like, am I gonna go? Am I gonna put forth this money to go to seminary in New York City? Um, is it better just and you know, I like leave everything behind, you know, <laughs> like like you, our house, my car, everything, the job with the salary and the benefits and all that stuff, you know? Uh, it was kind of scary, but I don't know. I so so she was listening to his autobiography it was a very soothing, introspective thing for me, and I felt kind of inspired and in whatever. So my friend Matt uh, got tickets because his his job was involved with um, – I guess they were one of the sponsors for this night that was curated by Krista Tippett, who does On Being, which, like, a lot mm-hmm. of people love. And a lot of people, like – it's a podcast that talks about, like, theology and stuff. And it, Well, I mean, it's not just theology, but it has, like – the vibe is mainly, like, spiritual as far as who comes on. Mm -hmm. um but uh kind of forward thinking about things and people like expect me to love it and I kind of only do no offense to anyone that does obviously but I kind of only do if I like who's on it like who's the person (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. I I, because I think that like I maybe I'm just not really that down with like Krista Tippett's ideas of things and so I'm like not that interested in her interview skills per se. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is how it is for like, I'm in like, I'm in seminary. I'm in the theology world. So that's where my opinion comes from on these things that I am so surrounded by it that if I'm going to seek it out, there's a lot that I don't care to really spend my time on. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. I would probably feel different if I was still working at my job in the library and, like, in Raleigh, North Carolina, and not really needing stuff. But, like, I'm around – I'm, like, I'm in a theological school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since it's already such a big part of my world, when I listen to things, like, our podcast, like, or, like, watch TV or something, it's not going to be very spiritual. And I'm about to be, like, a chaplain. So, like, again, yeah. my life is going to be very spiritual, like, all the time. And so, like, that's not necessarily what I But anyway, that's a long rant. I'm not rant, but just to explain to people why I'm, like, meh, I'm being – it's not my thing but like people love it uh so uh because we, so we end up seeing people we knew at this mm-hmm. night including the president of my school was in what? the row right in front of us <laughs> it was so funny we're like of course she is <laughs> of course she's here no wonder yeah um but it was a night where people were reading stuff like uh like Claire Danes was also there and like Tracy White and there was a um, a poet, I should look up her name, who was very good reading stuff, but why I was invited by my friend was because of Ellen Burstyn. And he was like, I don't know if they're actually going to be there, if it's going to be recordings, like, it seems weird. And I was like, "Uh, I want to, I want to be in the same room. (laughs) And, um, and it was so fun. I loved, um, the story that she read, I forgot that I was supposed to send it to you, but the story she read was uh, about like a woman rabbi who was getting blood transfusions and like, a doctor, I think I kind Mm -hmm. of missed who, who, who it was. And they had this kind of like mental, like romance, kind of love affair type of thing where they love to talk about stuff. And he was also an atheist. He was an atheist Jew is how he classified himself. And they end up having this, and he like fell in love with her and she fell in love with him. Like, like I said, it was like a platonic, you know, thing, but, um, uh, but it, it ends up with this great conversation about, um, like, like praying, like who God is. And it really touched me because of my, like, that's what I end up doing a lot. I've had to explain, and I will have to my whole career, what I do as a chaplain to people mm-hmm. recently. A lot of people have been asking me since I'm applying to like a residency. And, um, of course there's a lot that's like very private and personal from like chaplaincy in a different way than like when you're just like in a therapy session or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's always, when I am with people, it's always geared to what the person with me needs and sometimes they just want to talk about things, and sometimes it's not. I mean, my my way of going about things is not religious based because I'm not religious necessarily. But we will. But people know that I am a chaplain. Will sometimes ask me what I think, or like want to talk to me about their spirituality or their experience with religion. Um, or sometimes will pray. To, I will offer to pray to with people. That's always an offer that I do because that's mm-hmm. what sometimes people want um and uh yeah so it was really interesting this it was very appropriate that Ellen Burstyn was reading this story that at the end of it I felt like oh that is an experience like I've had a lot and that's kind of like, why I'm doing this whole chaplaincy thing and she was wearing like a ugh, she was just wearing like boots <laughs> that almost matched her like brown mm-hmm. pants and like a scarf and like a ugh, and her hair is like beautifully white and I was just so yeah. I was just so happy to be in the same room with her it was so strange I don't really uh-huh. get that way about Stuff, But I love how in the same, like, week, like, Sally Field has smiled at me and uh, Ellen Burstyn has been in the same room with me and, like, read me stories.
1: It's a good week.
0: I know, I was like, okay, stick a fork in me, I'm done. Like, if Mark Ruffalo, like, hugs me, I uh, am like, <laughs> done. or if, like, Sarah Paulson, like, brings me chocolate, like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just putting in, like, I'm just, like, adding other verbs of things that people could do. <laughs> like, I think I've done some things that I wanted to in New York, for sure. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I love that I, as I said on the Instagram, I found someone who took, like, a good, I wanted to take a picture. There was a moment where I wanted to take a picture, and then I was like, I'm going to take a mental picture. Actually, I took a mental video the whole time, obviously, but um, I was like, I don't want to No, It's not going to be good. It's not going to, you know, really capture this, but someone took a picture at the end where they brought everyone back out.
1: Yeah, that was a good one.
0: um, That was a good one. And I, and I asked that person, if I could like share it. And as I said, like in that post, I said, uh, it was really interesting that the timing that I'm again at this, like it's two years later, but I'm at another kind of crossroads.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and, and Ellen Burstyn isn't like in my car anymore telling me stories. She's like in front of me telling me stories. Yeah. So it was a kind of, it was a kind of nice little full circle. thing. Um, what was your sugar baker mm. moment this week? Uh,
1: well, before we went to the airport, you and I got bagels. Oh on yeah. On Monday. With all my garlic breath. Huh?
0: <laughs> With all my garlic breath. Yes. <laughs> so I got everything bagel and it was good. And it was
1: good. And I got a salt bagel and it was also good. Mm -hmm. And that was a nice way to to end our little trip. Excuse me. That
0: was your sugar baker moment? Getting bagels? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, since I came
1: home, I went back to work, and there's no sugar maker moment going to be happening there. (sighs) So, yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> no it's not, i felt it a good moment it,
0: i felt i think you know what like i know i'm just been kind of tired but i think i'm really like, kind of depressed <laughs> like there's oh. no leslie here like a little bit not really but and also because i'm on spring break and i can just have the like when i'm not at work i just i noticed i've been like like flopped a lot this week which i probably would have been anyway because i'm tired but tired like, i just keep on like i could have slept i could have slept more today like, I could have taken, like, three more naps. I was like, which I should just nap or, like, lay down when I can because everyone's sick around me. Oh, yeah. So, she me, I'm going to take some zinc right now. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only way. For anyone who, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but I have taken, I've started taking a zinc supplement, like, since I moved here, and, because I live on a dorm floor, and I have missed every plague that has swept the school.
1: That's impressive. Um,
0: I've gone twice sick. And one time it was because I mean, and I worked at a hospital for three months. I still didn't get sick. Um, one time I got sick because I just was outside too much when it was cold, and and now I can do that, but I think at the time my body wasn't as used to it because it was like the first winter here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, the first few months of winter here. And then and that was a quick little that was a quick little sniffly thing. And then I got sick after I stopped working at the hospital because I was just exhausted once my internship was over that's it because i take zinc like all the time <laughs> and i think that's what like stops and also i think working in the hospital kind of ups your yeah. immune system Use people would say like living on a dorm floor i'm around people all the time and that would up my immune system but no these people are just dirty <laughs> they are and, and they get each other sick all the damn time <laughs> they're like they'll just this floor will just be like <gasps> like coffin like, uh, uh, uh. nope i missed one that was so bad this time um People were coughing up, like, blood and stuff. Ew. They were coughing so hard. They were coughing so hard. It's not like they had, like, the tuberculosis or anything. Is that what it was?
1: I hope not. That, like,
0: killed everyone yeah. in the turn of, like, the century or something or, like, the 1920s or something. Everyone had, like, TB.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a lot. Um, I guess should we get into the
1: episode? Yeah. What did we watch this week? Okay.
0: This Oof. I'm glad you're going to have a lot to say. And I'm really, I have a lot like, like, to say. <laughs> excited. Excited about this. So this week we watched <laughs> watch season two, episode 20. Getting close to the end. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Um Oh, my gosh. I love how it's, season two, episode 20, aired on the 22nd <laughs> yeah. of February. It's all twos everywhere. All twos. Uh, 1988. It's uh, titled, How Great Thou Art. Uh, TV Guide reads Charlie loses faith in her minister when he votes against allowing women in the ministry. And guess who guest stars? Yeah. Alice Ghostly as Bernice!
1: So excited. So excited.
0: Um, Leslie, what happened this week?
1: Um, So, my first note is started Sugar Bakers as per usual. Um. My second note, in all caps, is Bernice and Anthony together about damn time it's, i know it's been too long since we've seen both of them mm-hmm. um and so they've been sitting mary Jo is there also she's been sitting with bernice for two and a half hours looking at <laughs> samples oh dear. for recovering her sofa yes and mary Jo suggests the particular swatch um and like you know what do you think of this and bernice says you don't like the color of my sofa and mary joe's like bernice i that's thought that's why you came here <laughs> oh and she says no this is the first i've heard about it in the world and yeah. anthony reminds her that he went and picked her up and brought her here because she said she wanted to get her sofa reupholstered mm-hmm. and she reminds them that, as that? Percusis, um <laughs> oh yeah she sometimes has an arterial blood flow problem above the neck yes Yes. Um, and she wishes Perky would come home from Japan because she really misses her and Aww. she's been super long. Night.
0: I was a little scared for a minute, the way she said Perky used to say or she says something in past tense. Yeah. About it. I was like, oh, did she die? We didn't know. No, I was so scared. She's been in Japan. But I forgot for like, she's been reason. in Japan
1: for like ever. Yeah. And um, Mary Jo feels bad and she's like, no, you know, we're going to do better by you. We're going to we're going to hang out with you and stuff. And like, in yeah. fact, why don't I? I'll call Claudia and see if she'll watch Quint and then we'll take you out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And she says, um "You know, Thai food. You you like Thai food?" And that was Bernie so funny says, to me. <laughs> yeah, she <says laughs> like something it's... like, "As long as I don't have to wear a cultural dress."
0: Oh, awkward. but I'm just surprised that Thai food was a thing in Atlanta in 1988.
1: In the, yeah, metropolitan. Yeah.
0: um Yeah, I feel like it's hard to find Thai food now, even like now, except for in like bigger cities.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danville does definitely does not have any. Um, and Julia and Charlene are not there because they're at a big religious conference this week in Atlanta Oof. Yeah. Um, and it's like the the Baptist coalition something, something all the Baptist people get together and have a conference basically yeah. and yeah. um, Bernice says oh they're such good girls and they point out that uh, Suzanne is not there because her car is in the shop but she'll be in later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Charlene comes in and they're, she and Julia are very obviously like mid story and we've kind of Seen them come in, and they've already been talking. Yeah. And Charlene talks about how the conference was a disaster because they voted on a referendum. She's very upset about whether or not they should let women be ministers. And her own minister voted against it. This was the big
0: break in bat in the Baptist church. I didn't know it was that late.
1: I didn't know it was in the Um, eighties. Of course, like I mean, I was raised Baptist, but we didn't really go that much, so I didn't like. I didn't know anything about the the history of the Baptist church.
0: Well, Um, I know it because a lesbian woman, a Baptist pastor is who baptized me. Oh, yeah. And like, that was the thing. Cause people were like, which type of Baptist was it? Like, cause people think, for some reason, think I was like fundamentalist growing up. Or I'm like, what? Oh, wow. no, clearly not. Like, cause they think I'm like acting out against it or something. Oh. I'm like, no, I'm just not that religious. Uh, but when I told them that it was like a lesbian woman pastor that baptized me, they're like, oh, okay, you're that kind of Baptist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. like, that, that tells them everything they need to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize like 1988. I mean, I know the South is really That's behind late. on all the things, but like 1988. Yeah. Um, and Charlene is yeah. really upset because like she loves him. I mean, he's, yeah, they're very close. They have a very uh, close relationship and he counsels her and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, well, it's just a straw vote, which is kind of like just to feel out how different churches feel but yeah. her pastor led the fight. Oh, I didn't understand. That. I'm glad
0: you explained that. I didn't yeah. On
1: the straw <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. It. I'm glad she explained it too. Cause I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, but he was leading the charge for the, the against side. Mm-hmm. And, um, Anthony says, I thought Southern Baptists voted against women ministers long time ago. Yeah.
0: And
1: Charlene says, well, they did, but a lot of Baptists weren't very happy with that outcome. And so they brought it up again. <clears throat> And her her pastor's name Reverend Nunn, which is kind of funny, yes. and plays a part later with the conversation yes. with Bernice. Was um, it really spelled N-U-N? I'm gonna look that up. I don't know. I have it with two N's, but that did not. Look oh. It up. But I okay. didn't look it up, so I don't know. Um. That makes but sense. he and her, she points out that he did not attend the first convention where they had brought all of that up and actually voted. So she assumed yeah. he was he was cool with women in the church. Apparently, mm-hmm. he is not and uh mary Jo asks about julia's minister you know how did he vote Mm -hmm. and julia is very visibly distracted she's not paying any attention and she's like what she says like what
0: "What?" (laughs) like all these times like she does not know what's going on she doesn't
1: have any idea what's going on and charlene points out she wasn't at that meeting because she was at choir practice but her guy voted for women female ministers Mm -hmm. so he's cool um yeah and uh mary joe's like oh well you'll just have to put a little something extra in the collection plate this sunday Julia's still (laughs) dazed, has no idea that Mary Jo has spoken or what she has said. I love it. And Charlene says she's still in shock because she was picked to sing the song How Great Thou Art at the closing ceremonies of the convention Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, And Charlene's talking about, like, what a big deal it is because it's, like, this coalition of people are, like, the best singers from 30 churches all over Atlanta, and she's going to sing with the Atlanta Philharmonic. But Julia's really worried that she can't hit the really high notes. Um, yeah.
0: oh, it's quite a song
1: yeah she's worried like she can't sing alone she wants it to be perfect she's afraid her throat's mm-hmm. gonna close up um mm-hmm. she said it'll be just like that time mother had a recital for her at the library and she sounded like peewee herman <laughs> and Charlie's like i can't believe that and she's like what uh-huh. do you know who peewee herman is that was hilarious <laughs> i felt the same way and then she talks about Esther Cutsinger's wedding, where uh, it got so bad, even the child organist cussed her out afterwards.
0: I'm so she you nervous. write down these
1: names all the time. That's I like great. the names.
0: <laughs> I know. No, no, I'm impressed. I'm not making fun of you at all. I think it's adorable.
1: Uh, and Mary Jo is adorable, and she's, like, boosting Julia mm-hmm. up and, and very excited yes. for her and trying to get her excited about it. And Julia's like, I'll just say I'm sick. And by this yeah. point, Bernice has chimed in that she wants to come. Mm -hmm. And Charlene says, you know, it'll probably be all over the news. And Bernice says, well, if she's just going to be sick on the news, why don't I just stay home and watch it?
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) God, Bernice (laughs) is my future. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: love Bernice. (laughs) She's so cute. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And uh, Charlene says that she's surprised because she's never known Julia to be intimidated by anything. Yeah. But Julia is just worried she can't pull it off yeah um the arrangement is super high and she says even if she can get all the way through it she can't hit that last note because it feels like the highest note in Him Hym- hymdom there we go hym-dom. wow you're it's good That's a good word <laughs> yeah and uh charlene's like well just go practice and um she's like you know we're doing dinner in my apartment tonight blah blah, blah. mary joe yeah. is like oh i was gonna ask Bernice out to dinner but Charlene invites them. She's like, we all can come over, too. You know, we've invited Reverend Nunn over to, to like, talk to him and convince him about, you know, women ministers.
0: hmm
1: And Bernice says, if this Reverend Nunn is your minister, I'll be nice to him. But confidentially, I think it's silly to think that women can't be singers. I mean, doesn't this guy have a radio?
0: I know. Because
1: she is now mixed the two events, uh,
0: yes, Charlene's no. events and
1: Julia's events, and she's
0: okay. From. I did not understand. Yeah, why? Okay, you're <laughs> smarter than me. She just <laughs> I was like, where like "They get both the singers, were bro." Yeah, okay. It's like they both told me okay, stories adorable. in a circle, and Bernice yes. just chopped out couldn't. the middle. She, yeah, there you go. Um,
1: <laughs> and so we cut to Charlene's apartment. Um, Bernice is drying the dishes, and we hear her break one. mm Hmm. But Charlene is worried she's going to come out and say things that don't make any sense. So she's trying to keep yeah. her in the kitchen as long as possible. And she asks Mary Jo if there's that. anything else that she can do. And <laughs> Mary Jo says, Charlene, she's a guest in your house. What more do you want me to do? Have her wax the floor? <laughs> Have her wax the floor.
0: And oh, Charlene's geez. like, you're right.
1: Maybe maybe she'll fall asleep while we talk. That is
0: so funny, but and then, true.
1: Yeah, Mary Jo says, why not? She slept all the way through dinner. Yeah. And so we cut to Julia talking to the I can't reverend. wait
0: to be like 80 and just fall asleep and just places fall asleep People where we let want. me. Oh, People just let me. Because right great. now they'd be like, don't fall asleep. You're 32. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. But then
1: you can say <laughs> whatever you want, to.
0: and yeah. you can fall asleep whenever you, just you want. just fart openly. Like, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be the life. Yeah.
1: And so Julia's talking to the reverend about his argument, um, and he's his whole basis for this thing is that the Bible says the deacon has to be the husband of one wife, and uh, they're like, I don't- I love this tete a
0: tete if you will, that happens yes. between the two of them.
1: It's like, I don't understand why that rules out women being ministers, and the reverend mm-hmm. says, well, as soon as you can find a woman who's a man, she'll be eligible.
0: I almost punched my computer. When he said that, as soon as you find a woman as a man, that sounds like some Trump cabinet shit. <laughs> like what? No. And, Get uh, out of here.
1: Bernice doesn't is. particularly remember being introduced to him earlier, so she introduces herself again, and she says, "You're the one Although, who thinks women you could be trans." Single. I mean, that's what yeah. he's
0: saying. Like, if you're like a woman who has like penis. Yeah. I don't think that's what he's saying. I don't think I'd that's love what he's to, saying. Like, prove him wrong and be like, but mm, it's an mm, argument. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: And uh, so she's like, "You're the one who thinks women shouldn't be singers." And then he explains, "No, it's, it's ministers actually." No. Yeah. And um, he, Bernie, he quotes the passage, um, or she quote. He says his argument again, the same thing with the deacon. There's and it. she says that her father was a preacher, and so she says the deacon should manage his family well. So I guess that mm-hmm. means he has to have children. Do you have children? Mm-hmm. And he says, yes, I do. And it she does. says, because, like, I love how Bernice never, like, she gets out of character in that she's very well-spoken throughout most of this. Mm-hmm. But there's still peppers of her her eccentricities, if you will. Yes, yes, yes. Um, because she says, "Lucky, lucky for you, there seem to be a lot of priests that don't. They don't mm-hmm. seem to know they're in violation of the scriptures.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And he's like, I don't think that verse is referring to priests. Um, I can give you more biblical references if you want. And she's by all means. And so he quotes the verse in Corinthians about women speaking in church. Mm-hmm. I would like to point out that's not what that verse means. And Bernice uh, later explains Yeah, I know it. it's
0: used out of context a lot. Yeah. I thought it was in Timothy.
1: He says the Corinthians, I don't know. Maybe it is in Timothy.
0: There is yeah. something in Timothy about women speaking in church.
1: Yeah, and, like, the thing is, that's not what that verse means. That means no right. one, like, women, men, yeah. whoever is in the church should be chatting and gossiping. They should be listening to the gospel. Yes. He yes. just happened to use women Context. because at the time there were some women who were chatting. Mm-hmm. Bernice mm-hmm. goes into it more in depth, but, like, that was the first thing that popped into my mind is, like, another person who doesn't know what this verse means. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um,
0: was Bernice, Bernice then- pulls? Wait, no, it's not Bernice. Is it Bernice or is it Julia? No, who is it that brings up that says later that like people just use scripture to like you know say what they want? Yeah, they take they it for their context. own agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and so it basically like that verse basically means everybody should shut up and try yes. to learn something. Keep your mouth yep. shut and your ears open. Yep. And then, uh, so Bernice quotes back at him, Galatians 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free man, neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Boom. And then he quotes back, and if they want to learn something at home, let them ask their husbands, for it is shameful for women to speak in church. Maybe that's the one from Timothy. He doesn't say which verse it is. That's probably
0: it, it, because I remember the one from Timothy, it's like real bad. I didn't think about that, yeah.
1: And then Bernice says, and it shall come to pass, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Get it, Bernice. So good. And then she's so like, good. I feel like all my circuits are cooking. How I know. I
0: <laughs> so cute. They're Like earlier was said, like Bernice is on. like not. But if someone is asking her about the Bible – like this child's got some, she's got some spirit in her. She does. And she's gonna speak up to him. He's trying to say all these things about against her God.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna be feeling that. Nope. And this is where Julia says people are always interpreting the Bible for the sake of their own prejudices. Right. Yes. And the preacher says, "Oh, you mean how some feminists say God is a woman?" Oh. And she's like, "I don't know many feminists who say who say that. I believe God is a spirit." Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, there are people that say that. No, there are people that say that.
0: Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I like how people are like, God's a black woman and she is pissed. I love those, (laughs) like, t-shirts. It's so great.
1: Yeah. And Suzanne says, I certainly don't believe God is a woman because if he was, women certainly wouldn't be the ones walking around in high heels taking my doll and having their upper lip waxed.
0: Guess who completely agreed with her? Me.
1: (laughs) Me too, (laughs) Suzanne! She gotta have, like, her her one line of wisdom and then go back to just being ridiculous.
0: I left Um, her hair
1: in this episode, by the way. Yes, it was very good. Yeah, it
0: was good. It wasn't just like a big old helmet. Like, it actually had some layers to it, Mm -hmm. and she had the fluffy bangs and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I like this.
1: And Julia says, and I just don't buy this thing about women remaining silent in church. And the preacher says, then Mrs. Sugarbaker, you don't buy the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is when Bernice is like, are you on your soapbox yet? (laughs) (laughs) I said, are you on your soapbox yet?
1: I am. I got on it as soon as we started talking about this. uh, (laughs) And uh, Bernice, this is when she busts out the, you have to look at the historical context of these teachings. You have to know history as well as scripture. Like she's talking about the passage about women, not speaking in church. She said Paul was simply referring to a few big mouth women who had converted from paganism and were causing trouble in the church
0: because they mm. hadn't been
1: raised in the church. They converted and then they were being like gossips and stuff. And the preacher's like, oh, well, that's an interesting interpretation. And mm-hmm. Bernice says, well, I learned it at my daddy's knee. And uh, she says, another thing, you're always quoting King James, but everybody knows that he, like most men of his time, was a big male yep. chauvinist. Yep. And then he gives her a look and she says she calls him out on it and she says, I hope that isn't intended to be a look of bemused condescension. It's like Bernice. And she said, I'm cooking, aren't I? She got real excited. <laughs> it's so funny. Throwing out the multisyllabic words. Yeah. And um and she says, uh, like in Romans where Phoebe was a deacon, James translated yeah. the Greek word for deacon as servant. That's another thing mm-hmm. that happens is stuff gets mm-hmm. changed a lot from the original. Like mm-hmm. through the Greek and the Hebrew and then to English and you can make it mean different things. Yep. Yeah. Um and she she said that the the verse said she has administered well, but King James translated as she has succored many, which is completely different. Mm-hmm. Like the actual opposite. Mm-hmm. And uh Charlene wants to know how many ministers, especially Baptist ministers, can be against women preachers when all of our missionary models are women. Annie Armstrong, Lottie Moon, for heaven's sake, like, she starved to death in China, but she's not good enough to be ordained. Yeah. And he says, well, no one's trying to discredit their contribution, but that's exactly what they're doing. Like, you're good enough to go out in the world and share, but you can't stand up at church on Sunday and teach people something? Like, what? No, disgusting. And, um... Suzanne says, <clears throat> if you're so against women, how come your name is Reverend Nunn?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was too got to get back
1: to this stuff. <laughs> And Mary Jo says, why don't you just go outside and warm up the car?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the preacher says, you know, I've enjoyed this forum. Ladies, uh, you certainly know how to keep a man on his toes. And then he invites uh, Bernice to his church, and Bernice just says, Genesis chapter 1, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Man and female, he created them. Or male and female, he created them. Mm-hmm. And Mary just like, it's over, he's leaving. You don't have to keep <laughs> quoting at him. <laughs> and Bernice is like, Never okay, okay, stop. but I'll leave you with Never these parting stop. words. After yeah. Christ was crucified on the cross and all his men had gone home, it was women mm-hmm. who stayed until the bitter end, and it was women who heralded his resurrection. So mm-hmm. just put that in your pulpit and smoke it. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. So happy. And he, he jokingly says, oh, I have to bring the cavalry next time. Ha ha ha, I want to slap in this face.
0: Um, no, he's just like he just—it's weak. It's weak sauce. It's just yeah. If you're going to be coming for women in the church, at least have have your A game because we're going to yeah. shoot you down.
1: Exactly. Like, no. Or just be willing to say, Nah, I'm a chauvinist. Or like, yeah, like admit that like period. you're like
0: this is how I feel, and I'm I just an idiot. don't like. And we'll women. be like, All
1: right, cool. They can <laughs> they can birth my babies and I can have sex with them, but other than that, yeah, I just don't like them. Meh. Just say it. Meh.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So he says that he wants to keep the lines of communication open about this issue but he's not going to change his mind Mm -hmm. and he tells charlene that he that she shouldn't let this undermine her faith in god and she says it's Mm -hmm. not my faith in god i'm worried about it's my faith in you yeah which yeah oh Um, dear and so then we cut to sugar bakers julia's practicing and mary Jo thinks that it's making her more nervous she's not actually in the shot you can just hear her in like another room Mm -hmm. and poor Mm -hmm. charlene like she just looks dejected and lost and just upset. She should never be upset. I know. Um, and Suzanne's still talking about Julia and she doesn't get it. Like Suzanne says, she never gets nervous. When she was backstage with beauty pageants, she would just look at the other contestants and say to herself, compared to all these other girls, uh, compared to you, all these other girls are dogs. You got this in the bag. There's nothing to worry about. And then when I went out on stage to be introduced, I call each one a dog under my breath. <laughs> Oh geez. And if someone else won, I just Corrible. call her a dog to her face. <laughs> I can't. Mary's just like, Her face? And she's That's like, Well so much. maybe not actually right to her face. But I said yeah. it to her outside the car window as she was driving off. Mm. And so they talk about needing to go. They still gotta pick up her niece. And Charlene sends them on and says she has an errand to run that she can't put off any longer. And mm-hmm. we know where this is going. So she goes to see her pastor. All the wood paneling, so 80s. So <laughs> such dark wood just everywhere yeah. in the whole place. Yeah. Um, and he is glad that she dropped by because he's been concerned about her since their conversation the other evening. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, ministering to anyone is a big responsibility, but ministering to Charlene is a especially big responsibility because she's one of those rare members who actually listens to every word that he says and takes it to heart. Mm-hmm. He says, at least you did. Um, and he said he's very careful to be sure of his own convictions before he speaks to her because he wants to be worthy of her trust and he wants to make sure that their difference opinion of opinion on this one issue and he's starting to say like you know won't affect their relationship or whatever, but she interrupts him well. and says, But this one issue um, no what did she say? Sorry, I said, but this one issue is huge because you're telling her she's not equal to you. Like mm-hmm. She can't do what you do. She's inferior to you, intellectually, spiritually, whatever. Um, Like that's not some minor disagreement about preferring Popeyes over uh, Bojangles or like whiskey to tequila. It's not. It's a fundamental thing about who she is. Um, Yes. And so she's she says that she's like to me. It's It's more than one fried chicken. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, which fried chicken do you like better? We can get over a disagreement on that. Yeah. Um, but she says there's a whole way of thinking about half the world's population. Um, yeah, and she says she appreciates his conviction, but just because it's as strong as hers on the other end. Yeah, and um, he says he respects their differences or whatever, no. and hopes that people just say on. that
0: sometimes mm-hmm. so that they can just uh, just argue with you, like I respect the difference. Like, do you really
1: respect? But do no, you... I don't think you do. No. And she points out, she's like, you know, that'd be fine if we were just friends, but we're not. Like, mm-hmm. You're my minister. I look to you for guidance, and for the past nine years, I've come to you with my problems and my worry and my grief. Um, And I appreciate the way that you've looked after me, but I can't let you do that anymore. Like, I can't be a part of this anymore. Yeah. And he says, you don't mean that. Which... Don't tell her what she means and what she thinks she's Yeah, don't undermine what she's,
0: undermine what undermine she's telling her. you, how she thinks and feels, and what she ugh, yeah. means.
1: she has not come <laughs> to this decision lightly. No. And um, she says, I do mean it. I've been up all night. I can't figure out how I can belong to a church that doesn't think I'm fit to preach God's word. Good point. And he says, you want to be a minister? And she's like, well, I did when I was little, but I've never told anybody this before. When I was six or yeah. seven, I got my first Bible. And it was when she was baptized and had her her name like embossed in gold on the front. And uh, there was a little bookmark inside uh, of Jesus. And it was something about the way the light shone on that. Like, she decided, like, that's it for me. I'm going to travel the world. I
0: love this story.
1: I know. and preach and teach and like maybe even become a saint. Mm -hmm. And then she said, I figure I can't make saint. But my point is that I had a dream because no one told me I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't have that dream representation but what about, matters representation <laughs> matters but what yeah. about all those other little girls out there hundreds of them waiting to become ministers except for the fact that you and a bunch of other people got together and decided that god doesn't want that yeah. it doesn't make any sense for what possible reason would god not want that and yeah. he says that's not for us to say charlene but it is like that's what you're like, doing you're, you're literally saying like, it. that's what you're literally doing right now yeah Um, she says, I don't, or he says, I don't think we should question his wisdom. And she says, I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm questioning yours. Yes. Amen. Sister. Yes. And she says she wants to thank him for everything he's done and she'll never forget him. Um, and he says he wants to put her in touch with another minister. Perhaps this other gentleman can counsel her. And she's like, no, no, thanks. I'll be talking to someone. All right. But I'll keep that between me and God. Don't look so surprised. After all, we have his number two.
0: So, yeah, I just love this. So yeah. good.
1: This is, this is, like, a great scene. Yes. And so we go back to Sugar Bakers, Charlene comes in. She's still upset. Um, Julia's there. Yeah. She's also upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charlene had to come back because she forgot her purse. And she asked Julia, you know, aren't you supposed to be at the church? And Julia says she's not yes. going. And she can't. And she just can't do it. She knows that Charlene is going to be disappointed in her because she's disappointed in herself. But she's just too afraid that she can't hit that high note, among other things. Mm-hmm. Laryngitis, forgetting the words, getting her choir robe tucked into her pantyhose, you name it, she's thought of it. Mm-mm. And Charlene starts crying and tells her that she just resigned from her church. And Julie yeah. asks, is there anything I can do? And Charlene says, yeah, actually, my minister's going to be there at the closing ceremony, and I really need to be proud of women tonight. I want to hear you Aww. hit that high note. And what I did just took more courage than I thought that I ever had. And there's no way I could have more courage than I have, than you do. Because you're my hero. I was like, ah, oh, the feels. So cute. Damn it feels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Julia says, heroin. And Charlene says, even better. <laughs> yeah. And Julia says, just because you have faith in me doesn't mean I'll be able to do it. And Charlene says, who said anything about having faith in you? I'm just asking you to have the guts to step up on the microphone and open your mouth. I can count on him to supply the rest. Wow. And Julia says, how sure are you? (laughs) And Charlene (laughs) says, oh, it's just a feeling. Please do it for me. Do it for all us girls. Not just Mary Jo and Suzanne and me, but all us girls everywhere.
0: Everywhere. Yes. Uh, I loved that part. I needed that part.
1: And we cut to the church and Julia steps up and begins to sing beautifully. And it's, mm-hmm. like, painting out to the crowd. And Reese is sitting out there looking all happy and proud. Of course! Uh, Stupid that
0: Reese with his beautiful face <laughs> and his damn eyeballs that are, like, leaking. I can't yes. deal!
1: Yes, it's just awesome. looking at her with a look of complete awe. Upset! And yeah. then Charlene slips in the That's her back. real
0: husband. I can't help it. I'm such, like, a sucker for when people are actually in love in real life. You know? <laughs> I, know. I can't help it. it makes I love it so, it so much better.
1: Much. Yeah. Um, And then Charlene slips in the back, and she's, of course, got tears in her eyes, Mm -hmm. Um, but she also has this look of, like, encouragement and wonder on her face, Um, and then we cut back and forth between Julia and Charlene and Reese, and then Mary Jo and Bernice, and then you can see uh, Reverend Nunn sitting on the side, Mm -hmm. and uh, Julia's just, like, killing it. And oh my goodness! Oh, she, Reese like smiles at her at the end. It's very cute. And then she hits uh, the high note, and she kills yeah, it. She does. Yes, yeah, And does. that is a hard song to sing. Charlene looks like she's gonna cry. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. And then we uh freeze at the end. Um, Charlene looking up toward God.
0: Yeah. And that's the end. Yeah, that was quite. It's quite an episode.
1: Yeah. Did you have a, a favorite outfit? I didn't write one down, so I'm just gonna go you with didn't. Julia's oh. robes. You was, asshole, that was yeah. my Oh okay, i go you talk about it. I'll pick another <laughs> no, one. No 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 I didn't no 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 go ahead, why'd you I pick it? I thought it was such a weird
0: because
1: I don't want to. Oh, down.
0: I thought it was such a weird pick, but actually what I liked about it was that I got really like nostalgic and like touched by seeing her in these robes. Like not like because I just love like sister act and that kind of shit, but like legit, like it was just it made it made me think of um I've always enjoyed church music. Mm-hmm. and I, in fact i cry a lot um it was like a time where they brought me to a carol service when i was nine and i could not stop crying and like my whole family actually no it wasn't even my whole family it was my cousin that took me it was like something's wrong with aaron mm-hmm. <laughs> she can't stop crying it was just i was so moved by uh the people and so it was like old school like that she had the the black with the white over it you know mm-hmm. uh that's so why i liked it because i just felt like i was instantly like taken somewhere spiritual just seeing her in the the robes that's so funny i wouldn't i didn't think you were gonna, i thought you were gonna think it was weird that i picked that outfit
1: no i'll go with bernice's um, dress i can't a remember lot right of now, the people sure wore
0: like they've this. worn before so like like so like it's not surprising there weren't that many costume changes and mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people like like the green dress that suzanne wore she was worn before and the purple dress that charlene wore she's worn before mm-hmm. so yeah charlene's dress Oh, sorry charlie's uh, uh bernice's dress was good although it's very similar it's like a very classic bernice look yeah yeah that's funny i'm sorry i didn't I shouldn't be <laughs> <laughs> i'm just so surprised that we both picked like the kind of not exactly an outfit yeah <laughs> and neither of us are churchy was the really funny thing about that
1: mm-hmm. yeah what and too because you... like we don't ever see her in that again that i know of Hmm. with like in robes singing things. Mm-hmm.
0: Why did you pick the robes?
1: Um, because, well, I mean, I, obviously it was the only one I could remember, but also because we don't see Julia in it again. Like this, oh, is, I the, see. this is the only time we see her singing and like for the mm-hmm. choir part, she sings mm-hmm. other times, but mm-hmm. it's like the only time we see her singing in church.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, I wish I wonder if that's on like YouTube because her singing that beautiful, a uh, beautiful, that her singing, that song is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's our um, episode?
1: That's our episode. All right, Lizzie, where can people find us? All over the place on the internet. Um, wow. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. We're Sugarbaker Girls also on Facebook. Um, we are the Girls Who Came to bakers on our Podbean site and iTunes. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review us. And thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Well, a list. so what will we do? We'll talk to you next week. To you next we'll, I was gonna say we're will hear, we'll listen, no. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. bye. My buddy, my friend, just need to know my